Welcome to the Angularlicious Podcast. Angularlicious? And now your host, Matt Vaughn. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Angularlicious Podcast. Hi, I'm Matt Vaughn, your host, and today we have a special episode. We're going to talk to two Angular schematic experts. Brian Love and Kevin Chuhard from the Brewbug Solutions Company located in Lakewood, Colorado. They specialize in Angular development, web development, enterprise solutions, and I've enjoyed working with these guys uh, for the last few months, and uh, they're incredible in terms of uh, what they do, but uh, most uh, recently they have been doing a lot with schematics. Uh, they've been doing training. They've been uh, implementing schematics in uh, enterprise solutions uh, uh, for Jest, NGRX, and uh, their clients are really benefiting from the work that they're doing. In fact, they're also doing training in meetups and also at uh, conferences. So today's episode is going to be a great introduction to what schematics are and how they can be used to improve developer workflow and productivity. So we're going to talk about why developers should be interested in schematics. What are the tools and packages that you need to get started? And how can you learn and develop, test your schematics uh, in a sandbox? And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the resources that will help us to learn and be more effective in getting started with schematic development. So let's get started. So let's introduce our guest today. And first, we're going to talk to Brian Love. Brian? Yeah, hey, uh, my name is Brian Love. Um, I am the Chief Technology Officer for Brebug. Uh, we are a consulting company uh, located here in Denver, Colorado, uh, focused primarily in Angular um, and front-end web development with uh, large enterprises. Thank you. Kevin? Yeah, my name is Kevin Schuhart. I'm a developer at Brebug, and I get the opportunity to work with a lot of interesting companies and occasionally work with schematics. Awesome. You guys have been doing a lot of blogging, technical talks, conferences. So why don't you just tell everybody how you got into the schematics and what they are and uh, what do you, what uh, really interests you in uh, terms of uh, getting started with them? Yeah, so my boss Jesse came to me one day and asked me if I could do something for him, you know, real quick like, like most bosses usually ask for. And he wanted me to make it easy to add the Jest testing library to an existing Angular application. And so the way we were going to do that was with schematics. And so I started down a journey of first learning what they were and how to build them and started plugging away. And before I knew it, I had a schematic that pulled out uh, Karma and Jasmine, which is uh typically what comes installed with the Angular CLI project and replaced the test runner with Jest. And so that was my introduction to schematics. And since then, I've uh, built a few more and um, some with Brebug, some of my own. And uh, it's been a really interesting uh, library to learn and uh, see how we can build tools that um, not only our application relies on, but that other developers can benefit from as well. Right. So I would I would imagine that most of our listeners have don't even know what a schematic is or that it's even part of the Angular development environment. So, um, Brian, can you tell us 
what a schematic is so that we can kind of have an idea of what we're talking about? Yeah, sure. Um, so <clears throat> schematics, believe it or not, you're actually using them today. So if you're using the Angular CLI um, under the hood, so to speak, you're using schematics, right? So um, today when you go to generate out a component, for example, and you do, you know, ng generate component, uh, you're actually using schematics, right? And so schematics is this library that allows the CLI, and, and you can also develop your own schematics, uh, that allows the CLI to generate out files along with manipulating existing files in your file system. Uh, so it's a very powerful tool that allows developers uh, to easily scaffold things out perhaps or to make changes that might be trivial or changes that are very large and cumbersome to do that programmatically and to uh, ensure that uh, those changes are, are performed correct every time, right? So think of something like generate out a co component. <clears throat> you could certainly, uh, you know, create a couple of files, uh, you know, your spec, your HTML template, your TypeScript, and your CSS or SAS file or whatever uh, manually, right? and kind of copy-paste things over every time. But that's kind of trivial, uh, and, and it's something that you can easily, you know, we could write a program to do that for you as a developer, right? And so that's what the CLI does underneath the hood. It basically has some templates, and then you can customize those templates based on arguments into uh, the CLI and give it, like, the name of the component that you're going to generate, right? And so uh, schematics are definitely something that Angular developers today are using. And I think, honestly, there's a lot of interest in, well, hold on now, this is pretty cool. What can I do with schematics? Right. So it sounds like it's mostly a code generator. Would you categorize it as a code generator? I think I would. You know, I mean, the code generation uh, is certainly a big component of it, um, but it's also a very... Uh, uh, highly tuned, I guess, if I would say, um, way to manipulate existing uh, files in your in your code base, right? Um, so let's say you wanted to, uh, you know, have like a custom component generation. If you're familiar with the CLI, you can actually have the CLI uh, modify the declarations array in your ng module, right? And and to declare that component. You could try to do something like that using maybe regular expressions or a string manipulation, but with uh, schematics, we actually can get down into what's called the AST or the abstract syntax tree, and we can very deterministically uh, go in and um, modify existing code. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, most people think about code generators just creating new things, but uh, sounds like the schematics engine or tooling allows you to not only create but to modify and to remove code does it remove code as well yeah you could definitely remove code you can remove files you can move files around um it's uh it's basically a file manipulation tool okay so you guys have been working with schematics for a long time like maybe a year or more or longer I think about a year yeah. for myself, maybe close to a year. yeah, close okay. to a year, maybe eight, ten months. So, uh, you guys are very seasoned, uh, senior uh, software engineers and such. So, just based with the knowledge of what the CLI provides, what would your average or uh, developer or team what would they find interesting or maybe useful to for reasons to start looking into uh, using uh, schematics? Yeah, I think from you know from a simplified. The simplified answer is: Is it anything you're doing repeatedly? So if you're constantly doing the same thing, you know, per project or per application, that's uh, obviously a, an opportunity to abstract that away into you know some sort of script or program. And in this case, uh, a schematic. If you're 
talking about the file system itself. Uh, we've we've come across a couple examples where this has made sense to you know script these into a schematic. These actions that we're doing repeatedly over and over, and uh, we we have a client right now that uh, has several UIs and. They have uh, settled on a pattern of, um, you know, not going necessarily the monorepo approach, but doing individual re- repositories for their applications. And so they're constantly generating these UIs, and a schematic um, was, I suggested a schematic for them. And so they were, within a couple of days, able to uh, set up a schematic that generated new projects with all the patterns and uh, common libraries and all of the. Uh, common formats that they like to enforce and, and apply, uh, supply for their applications. They were able to build a schematic, uh, and now that process has been, you know, dramatically simplified from all the manual steps of finding, you know, this directory and cloning it over here and running this install script. Uh, they've now got it down to a single, you know, uh, ng generate command when they run the schematic, uh, and every new project now gets set up the same way. Nice. So. I've been uh, working with Angular for for a while now, and you know the CLI has been invaluable as a tool. So, I think most developers are familiar with the CLI, and it just sounds like you're you continue to use the CLI to execute or run these schematics. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, you can almost kind of think of it as a you know an extension of the CLI, right? I can I can create my own. Uh, kind of customized CLI, if you will, or something to your organization. Um, you know, another example perhaps is <clears throat> if you're a large organization with lots of teams, you know, maybe there's a certain architecture or a certain pattern that you want to enforce across those teams, and you can do that with uh, schematics, right? So whatever that architecture is, maybe it has to do with <clears throat> RxJS and subscriptions or something along those lines. Um, you can enforce a certain architecture or pattern and say, uh, you know, Whenever you want to do this, just go ahead and use this schematic, and it'll it'll do it for you. So that way, you, it kind of takes the control away from the developers, but it also makes it really easy for the developers, right? And so they get a little boost in productivity, and you get to enforce that architecture. Right. Okay. So sounds like I need to peek under the hood or do something that's maybe kind of scary as a developer. I have to create some template. <clears throat> that's I have right. to create some schematic project i'm assuming things like that yep and so where do you start i'm just i've never heard of this before and i, and I hear the word schematics uh, sounds kind of scary sounds a little maybe advanced or whatever so how does the mere mortal developer kind of get started with this yeah um i'll go ahead and get started and kevin definitely like kind of uh, chime in here as well <clears throat> but your 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 starting point is installing the schematic cli and i know now we're getting to maybe like meta meta here um but schematics itself itself has its own cli so this is not the angular cli this is the schematic cli Right, and so your first thing to do is actually to go ahead and install that uh, globally, uh, just like you would with the Angular CLI. Um, and then once you have that, you can actually use the schematic CLI to generate out a new schematics project, just like you would with the Angular CLI, right? Um, and uh, there's a, a I think two main like schematics that get built out of that. You can build a blank project, uh, which is kind of like the ng-new. And then there's also uh, a way to build, I think it's actually called schematics or something like that. So the, I think the the it's a little redundant, but it's like schematic schematics is the command. Okay. Um, so you're using schematics to create a schematic project. 
called schematics. Correct. Yes. <laughs> it's getting, we're getting meta. Uh, and so, uh, and what that will do is actually that's a really good place to start. And that's where I kind of started for my learning journey with Angular schematics was uh, <clears throat> it's a basically a demo schematic, if you will. Um, and so there's... I want to say three or four different uh, schematics in the collection. Uh, so when you create a project, a schematic project, it's actually called a collection because you can have multiple schematics in that collection. Um, and each one of those kind of builds upon itself, kind of like a tutorial. Um, and so it's maybe not the best way to learn because it's not like a video or a blog post. But if you're somebody who maybe just likes to get really down into the code and start playing and get your get your hands like in it, um, it's a good way to kind of build those out. And then you can start looking at the code. Uh, there's comments in there that kind of describe what's going on. Um, and so it's a good way to get started uh, just kind of learning how schematics work. Right. So you mentioned uh, tutorials and such. Are, were there any resources that you guys found really helpful when you first started out? Um, there's definitely, there's blog posts out there. Um, you know, Kevin and myself have definitely, we've blogged about it on both of our blogs uh, about schematics. Uh, I don't know, are there any YouTube? I don't think there's any, like, good videos or there's no Pluralsight course, there's no Egghead course, there's no Thinkster course, there's nothing like that that you can go out and just kind of purchase. Because right. um, it is kind of still... Um, I don't know if I would say beta, but it's certainly new to the Angular ecosystem um, in the last year or two. So, I mean, the best way to get started is actually just to go out there and to study what other people have done. Funny you ask that because I just saw today on Twitter uh, someone asked the Angular team about that, and they actually said that the docs are coming. They're working on uh, having some official documentation for schematics, but right now it is mostly up to the community uh, writing articles and producing content. Okay. Yeah, uh, so I've been kind of trying to tool up on schematics. I did find a book by Manfred uh, oh, right. Yes, yeah, um, It's a free book. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll put the link uh, in the show notes. But uh, that book went into some pretty good detail. And for me, it kind of gave a really nice overview of uh, what schematics are and how they can be used. And um, it was a nice read. I think it's only like 60 or 70 pages, but uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good resource. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So what about, um, I know, Kevin, you've been... Uh, blogging about testing and uh, during the development process. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing there and how that might be helpful to somebody new to schematics? Sure. Well, I think like a lot of people, when I first started, uh, I wanted to see, I wanted to visually see kind of what was going on. Like when I run, you know, it's, it's hard enough to wrap your mind around schematics from a, a talking standpoint, but I wanted to actually pull it down, test it, see for myself. And so I kind of ran into an issue at first of how do I how do I do this? How do I kind of end-to-end test this locally on my machine? And so um, I kind of put together a few things that I'd read from articles and um, essentially created this concept of a sandbox or a testing sandbox where uh, I check in a, a version-controlled uh, folder called sandbox that is uh, essentially a, a, a blank Angular app. So you can essentially just run ng-new inside of it. Uh, and then through some npm linking uh, and some uh, in package json scripts scripts uh, we can execute our local schematic against the sandbox and that gives you a really nice visual visualization as to what your schematic is doing on your machine because you can use your git you know diff tool of choice uh, and see what the schematic how the schematic has changed from its uh, initial state to after the schematic is run uh, and so i I found that to be really helpful. I've built uh, several schematics on that. We've had another uh, 
developer Anthony Jones here at Brebug. He's built a few schematics using that. And so far, it's been a really nice tool to be able to see visually what your schematic is doing and not just stare at the code. So uh, I have a, a repository that we can put in the show notes uh, that you can fork that and, and you know either build one from scratch or demo it. I've got a couple example schematics that you can run in that repository, but it's it's a nice way to, to kind of you know, visually put together what you're hearing about schematics and what's actually going on. Right. Wow, that sounds like a nice project. So, great. Yeah, so as a developer, you definitely want to be able to test, and that kind of becomes part of your workflow or your DNA as you're kind of working on something new. So I appreciate that. Yeah, and with that, what's nice also is that uh, since it is a full-fledged app inside the sandbox, we can run any number of arbitrary assertions against that. So, you know, as, as a basic test, what I usually done is what I usually do is uh, after the schematic is run in the sandbox, I'll run, you know, I'll do a prod build, I'll run the unit test, the end-to-end test, just to make sure that the schematic is run and not adversely affected the application in any way. Right. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, a few months ago, I know, Brian, uh, you had a talk here at Brebug at one of the meetups. Was there a video of that presentation? I think there was, actually. There was. Now so there, there we asked about video. YouTube. That's right, yeah. Right. Uh, so I think if you go on the um, uh, Brebug YouTube channel, I think you can pull that up and, and find that, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I really enjoyed that. I, there was a... When, what was kind of scary to me is the, the tooling and some of the packages that you have to bring in to start using uh, schematics. But um, recently, I think uh, the Angular core team has uh, basically made those available as packages now that you can just bring down. So I know some developers and teams are actually uh, creating their own repositories or NPM packages to do that. But now it's fully supported, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, all right, so... Moving forward, I guess, what, what do you envision um, schematics? Uh, what kind of impact do you think it's going to continue to have on Angular and um, Angular developers? Well, I think <clears throat> I think one opportunity perhaps is, you know, in a community level, um, you know, there's lots of great uh, third-party tools that we use as Angular developers, right? So an example of that Kevin already kind of mentioned is Jess.js. Um, while it's uh, kind of came out of the React side, and you know it's from Facebook. Um, it's certainly a really uh, great tool to use for unit testing, um, and it has a couple of features like snapshot testing and things that you can do with it um, beyond Karma <clears throat> and Jasmine. Um, but what we can do as a community is we can actually start going out and um, making it easier for uh, developers to add third-party libraries into their projects. Um, so a couple examples that we've been working on as a team, either on our own or here at Brebug, is uh, adding things like Angular Fire to your project or adding Cypress to your project or Jest or what's the other one that you did, Kevin? I did one on adding prettier. So I'm yeah, adding so prettier to your, your right. right. And so these are these are the types of things that <clears throat> are sometimes fairly trivial. Um, you know, for example, with um, with prettier, right, you've got to add the uh, dependency. But then after that, you kind of have to do a little bit of configuration and maybe wire things up or change, I think, the TSLint file or whatever, right? Um, and you could probably, I'm sure you can find a blog post out there. I think you actually followed uh, Aaron Frost's blog post, right? That's right. Yeah, where it's a series of steps, like, you know, eight steps in a row, do this, do that, do this. But that's the type of thing that it's, it, it can be easy to maybe mess it up, or it's just like it 
it's kind of trivial, right? right? So, so if you have a good recipe somewhere, you yeah, can exactly. basically apply that recipe to a schematic. Correct. Um, and so there's a lot of, um, I mean, there's a, a, a great opportunity if you're looking to contribute to the open source is um, creating schematics in order to add libraries into Angular projects. Uh, maybe it's like your favorite Google Maps Angular module or, or project that you use every time. You know, um, and so what you could do is you go out and contribute to that project and create the schematic for it, uh, so that way people can simply run ng add my favorite lib right, and whatever it is, it'll it'll install it, add the dependency and package JSON, configure and wire that up. Um, right. So that's certainly one opportunity uh, out there. Yeah, I think I think contributing to either other projects or or like you said, configuring projects is a great example. And another one is uh, Brebug were you know, we're constantly, we work a lot with uh, NGRX and the Entity Library, uh, and we've kind of developed a pattern of the way we like to use it and set it up. And so that's another example where we have uh, taken our our flavor or spin, if you will, on how to, you know, manage state in an application, specifically with entities. Uh, and we took all of that, set up all the files, um, all the file names, the variable names, the methods, the services, the entities, the specs. We coded that all up once uh, and built a schematic with it. And now uh, when we have a new project, um, you know, within a matter of, you know, let's say a few a minute or two to pull down the schematic and run it, we've got multiple files, we have all our tests passing, we have everything set up, and we just wired up to the application, and we're off and running with, you know, a full-blown state management solution for an entity. And so, you know, it's... I think that's another area that you can benefit as a company. If you have a, a certain way you want to do things or configure things, you can, you know, if it's scriptable or you're constantly repeating it, you can, um, you know, utilize a schematic to simplify all that setup process. Wow. It's, uh, that's uh, amazing that uh, we have such tooling available as a Angular developer. Um, I think, uh, you know, I, I come from a back-end uh, .NET C-sharp background, and there's uh, T4 scaffolding, and there's scaffolding mm-hmm. frameworks, and they've been around a while. But to have this type of tooling and environment available for front-end development, I, I think is very cutting-edge or basically leading the way. I don't know of any other. Well, Yeoman is similar, yeah, but we, a lot different. <clears throat> but different. Course, right? I think the probably, I mean, if you were to step outside of the Angular community and think about front-end JavaScript, uh, you would probably look at something uh, like CodeShift.js, which is another thing by Facebook, um, and very popular in the React community to do uh, these manipulations uh, very programmatically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and, and while nothing, I haven't actually done a lot with CodeShift, I've certainly looked at it. Um, but the, the nice thing about schematics is it's very closely tied into the Angular ecosystem um, and works really well with things like TypeScript, right, um, which we're using in Angular. So, Right. Well, awesome. Well, uh, I want to thank both of you for uh, taking some time out of your busy schedules at Brebug. And... Uh, all the amazing work that you're doing with schematics uh, is, I think, very important to uh, the community at large. And uh, just trying to get uh, get the uh, word out that uh, there is a great tool and uh, it's going to have a big future in terms of uh, what it's going to provide Angular developers. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Thanks. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Angular Angularlicious podcast. Really enjoyed talking with Brian and Kevin Schuhard from Brebug. 
And I want to let you know if you want more uh, resources for schematics, please visit the Angularlicious podcast at Angularlicious, uh, the website. And also uh, there are links there to a course or a presentation that will be given at the Front End Fest in Chicago next month. This is a YouTube video, Angular Schematics for a Better Workflow, talking about how to add Angular Schematic projects to your Angular workspace environment uh, using the Narwhal NX extensions. And also uh, on the Angularlicious website, there are a couple links to uh, two blogs, uh, how to debug Angular Schematics using Visual Studio Code, and then adding and debugging schematic projects in your Angular workspace. So check those resources out. Also, we're gonna have some resource links from Brian and Kevin, the show notes uh, to their uh, blog and to some YouTube videos as well. And then uh, please uh, check out the other resource noted there, uh, the Manfred Stayer book, Schematics, Generating Custom Angular Code with the CLI. And uh, that's a great resource for getting started with uh, schematic development. So thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving positive feedback where you get your podcast. Thanks. You've been listening to the Angular Licious Podcast, where there's no excuse to get it right the first time. Visit the Angular Licious website, that's angularlicio.us, or if you're the people, angularlicious.com. Join the conversation, subscribe, access show notes, and get your bonus content on.